The Grace Chaser Podcast is a weekly show designed to uplift and inspire. You'll slow down, tune in, and nourish your mind, body, and soul. If you want to break cycles, change the rules, and heal the past, this is the show for you. Are you overwhelmed? Exhausted? Do you feel like you've lost your light? Or maybe you're just too busy taking care of everyone else that you don't even know how you feel or what you need. Through self-love, spirituality, sisterhood, and moon magic, you'll emerge from exhausted to empowered. Tune in each week as the Grace Chaser podcast reflects on navigating the journey of the day-in, day-out practice of staying in the light. Let's create the space for transformation and healing with a little magic sprinkled along the way. Welcome, Grace Chasers. Happy September 1st. I can smell fall in the air. The mornings are getting cooler and darker each day when I go out for my morning walk. I go at about 5.30 in the morning, so it's it's been cool to kind of see the progression of the darkness staying. But this time of year, it brings so much excitement for me. September has always felt like a second new year where the energy is that of planning, preparing, creating visions, and of course, no school supplies. It's a time when I love to decorate my house for fall and the oranges and the pumpkins and the leaves. But it's also a time to refocus. And it's when we start to let go of some of that heat that was built up over the summer that might be in our physical bodies. We start to prepare for a winter of wellness. We get back to our routines. We get back to our rituals. And, you know, more often than not, I find that myself and my clients are connecting back with our bigger pictures. So September 2020 is going to be all about adjustments. It's going to be about improvements and experimentation. We have, um, you know, a lot of schools are either doing some sort of hybrid model or maybe they're more virtual learning. So this is going to be new for a lot of students and for our teachers and, of course, you know, for the parents at home as well. So for all of us, this new energy, whatever it may be for you, is going to come with some challenges. But I think that if you shift your focus to an overall theme of transitioning with grace into this new season, I am confident that you will feel more grounded, more empowered, and you will be able to tackle whatever you are up against. So sitting with these feelings of transitioning with grace, I sat in meditation um, this morning and I asked to just be guided. I asked for spirit to tell me what it is that I need this month. Um, And what I heard and what I felt was the word brave just over and over again. So typically I would, you know, pick up my phone and I would Google brave and brave quotes and try, try to like really feel into this energy. But I'm doing something new where I'm trying to just use my phone for music And I'm trying to find those answers within myself. So it was pretty cool. Um, So I think that part of being brave is being vulnerable and being authentic. 
I pride myself on being authentic. And I work really hard to stay authentic in all facets of my life, no matter which hat I might be wearing. So this month, I'm going to be working on calling in the brave energy. And I think that we could all use a little braveness this month, no matter what, you know, storm or challenge or resistance we might be up against. If we can call in this energy of being brave and we can tap into feeling our fears, we can still move forward into the unknown with grace and with strength. So that being said, I'm going to embody brave and vulnerable and authenticity, all three of those in today's episode. After all, we have the full moon tomorrow in Pisces, and that's going to be about embodying and illuminating and closing a cycle. So I have a a story about being brave to share with you today. And yeah, so I'm just going to get started. So about a month ago, I was having dinner with one of my girlfriends And we started talking about our lives and our children and our visions for the future. Up until this exact moment in time, I was 100% sure that I was done bringing babies into this world. Well, there was this one time last summer, but that that feeling had passed just as quickly as it came on. But so my girlfriend asked me, do you guys think you will have any more babies? And immediately I was going to you know, right to my default answer of, nope, we are done. We have a healthy, beautiful, smart little lady. We love to travel and our dynamic of three is just so perfect. And, you know, pregnancy is just so hard for me. But before I could even start speaking those words, I had a physical sensation in my sacral chakra and I heard and felt, you can do this. You don't give up because things get hard. I was completely flustered and I probably just like took a sip of my wine and said some version of my default answer that probably didn't make sense. <laughs> and we, we went on to talking about numerous other of things and had a wonderful evening. But then when I went home that night, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I know I had heard this message before but I wasn't sure why it was coming up now. So last July, I went to, I flew out to Texas, to Dallas, Texas, and I went to the RISE conference that was hosted by Rachel Hollis. So it was unlike any event I had ever been to before. There was literally, I think, 7,500 women packed out in this huge, you know, venue. And it was anything but intimate, (laughs) which is what I'm used to and what I love. And, you know, for the empath part of me, this is really not an ideal learning ground. I felt overstimulated and overwhelmed by this large number of women who, as you know, I started to talk to some of them, never even heard of like your energy being a thing. So I was definitely out of my element. However, over the course of the weekend, while the speakers were talking, I would have moments where I would hear spirit or spirit would write through me in my journal. So I did have that connection and I did learn a ton at this event. It was just, wow. It was a, it was a, lot, of, a lot of people. 
But anyway, so I knew I had to pull that journal out when I got home from dinner. So looking back through my notes, I noticed some of the highlighted phrases. So like after I go to an event, I'll go back through and I'll like highlight like key key things I want to remember or that I want to journal about or I want to work on. And some of the things that were highlighted from that weekend were you don't give up because things get hard. You can still have fear and move forward. I am where I am because I stood up when I fell down. I stand in the discomfort. What are you willing to give up to have it? On the way to the goal, we become who we are meant to be. If you don't hesitate a little, you're not doing it right. If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. The easy road will never take you where you want to go. Allow strength to come from struggle. I was completely taken back, but you bet I was listening. When I was writing these last summer, I was applying them to my business. However, there were a few moments during that conference where I did have a pull towards having another baby, but by the time I got on the plane back to New York, that feeling had passed. So that evening, I continued to flip through my journal from last summer, and I came upon another story. So shortly after that trip to Texas, I had a reading with one of my psychic friends, and it was brought up that there was another baby who wanted to come in, but it was totally okay if Tony and I were not, you know, ready for that, and that was not the route that we wanted to be on. But she thought that it would be helpful for us to kind of close that chapter and move forward. So kind of let the spirit baby know, you know, that it wasn't the time. And she also assured me that if we did choose that, that the spirit would then actually stay with Giada and it would actually be one of her first children. So that was like super comforting for me because I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to do it, but I know that the spirit is connected to us and it will come back around. So I had talked to Tony and last August we kind of both agreed that we were happy and we were content and we didn't want to have another baby. Nor could either one of us imagine, you know, going down that road again. After all, he was traveling so much for work. My body felt tired. And most days, I just felt like I was surviving just raising Giada. So the thought of having another human being to care for kind of frightened me. So after agreeing on that, you know, that we were both on the same page, we completed a little ritual and we spoke with the baby spirit and we kind of closed the door and it was beautiful and it was healing and it felt so right. And then I, of course, immediately started purging baby stuff (laughs) and it felt so good to kind of do that and get that stuff out of the basement and give it to new homes, you know, to a good home. So... If I was so sure this was so right last summer, how could I be questioning this now? And why was I hearing this? And that's when I heard it again. 
you don't have to give up because things get hard. Yes, spirit, I know this. This has pretty much been my life mantra. But now and this, I don't know. So I decided to sit with my feelings for a few days to see if they stuck around or maybe it was the wine talking or maybe I was hearing this like for one of my clients. I don't know. I was trying to make sense of this. But a few days later, the feeling was still with me and I just, I couldn't shake it. So I decided to share it with two of my girlfriends on our morning walk. And it felt so strange to say it out loud, but I just went with it. And these two women that I walk with, one has two kids and one has four. And so we both talked about, I mean, we all talked about having more than one child and, you know, the journey and I expressed like my fears around having another baby and that I didn't know if I could do it and and like the good circles of women that you choose to surround yourself with, they supported me and they said, it, you know, you can do hard things and there it was again. So that weekend I figured it was time to at least share these big feelings with Tony and If you have met Tony, you know that he's quite the character. But his immediate response was, F no. (laughs) And of course, we both laughed. And possibly because I just casually said, I think we should have another baby while sitting on the couch on a Sunday afternoon. And possibly because, you know, he was a very real part of that ritual that we had last summer where we closed the chapter on this. And he was actually waiting until COVID was over to get a vasectomy. So he's probably like, what is she saying? And in true Tony fashion, he's like, well, we can practice. (laughs) So we, you know, we joked about it for the rest of the evening and talked about it and, you know, brought some feelings up. And I started to share with him these thoughts about how I thought G would make a great big sister and, you know, a couple of times during quarantine, we would find her using her imagination and, you know, being very creative, but she was alone. So we agreed to at least put this conversation on the table again. And a part of me felt like it was like either we do this now or never because Giada had just turned four, so they could be five years apart. Um the stars have kind of aligned and Tony was not traveling due to the current state of the pandemic. And I was doing more things virtually for work than ever before. So it just seemed like the stars kind of opened up and created this little, you know, um, I don't want to say cocoon, but this little like entryway or vortex into this new path for us. Um, However, there was still this very real truth that was there that was just kind of sitting in the corner of the room not being not being acknowledged. And if you've listened to earlier podcasts, then you most likely listened to my journey about how hard it is for me to carry a baby to full term. Before we had Giada, we lost two babies. And then I got on the right path and with the right doctors and I was able to successfully carry G and she was healthy and I was healthy and you know it was a very different pregnancy than I had envisioned for myself but it was a successful one so the big you know elephant in the room so to speak was could I be brave enough to do this again 
Was I too old? Was my health an even bigger factor now? I had a couple more autoimmune stuff popping up. I mean, I don't know. We had decided that if we wanted this that much, that it didn't matter what the journey was to get there. So I knew that I had to feel that 100% in my gut, like no pendulum, no crystals, no cards, like it had to come from me and Tony to be 100% on board that we could, you know, move forward and then not like yet the want was so or the desire was so strong that the journey, it didn't matter what was required to get there. Like we were focused and we were going to do it. So and then this is kind of where it starts to get a little blurry in this in the story because it just kind of snowballed after this. But I think the next morning after I had first said it to Tony, he had texted me. So he works downstairs on the first floor and I kind of work right above him in our bedroom. And he had texted me and he had said, um, I think we were both on calls, and he said, I think G will be a great big sister. Let's talk about it more tonight. And then after that, it was as if this was always the plan. And speaking of plans, I love to plan. And I knew this one would require a very big plan. So I feel like my worlds kind of need to weave during pregnancy and even in what I like to call the calling in phase. Due to some of my health conditions, I have to have a very heavily medicated and monitored pregnancy and I need to see the doctors often. But I weave my authentic self into that world and I was able to find balance between the two, you know, five years ago. So I think now having an even stronger practice, I'll be a little bit more rooted and a little bit more grounded and I'll be able to kind of forge forward with a, a different mindset. So how do we call in this energy of being brave? So the definition of brave is being ready to face and to endure danger or pain, showing up with courage. (laughs) Sounds a little scary. Um, But my gut tells me the first step is to make a plan and then to take your hands off the wheel. So I began, I called in the universe and I called in my spirit team and I asked if this was for our highest good and supposed to be part of this journey then for it for them to help me call it in. I called our specialists to make appointments to start to plan and prep and see if this was even something that's feasible. We told our families and our friends. Personally, everyone's different in how they handle these sorts of things, but I need the support of them every step of the way. And I'm not one to do things alone and I'm not one to not be able to share how and what I'm feeling with everyone. So like I'm an open book. Um, and then this morning when I heard the word brave, I knew that it was time to share this with the Grace Chaser community. I knew that I had to be vulnerable and authentic because I'm not pregnant right now. And there is a very real reality that the vision, that this vision of pregnancy It might not happen for us, but we're moving forward with fear and we're feeling it anyway. And I'm okay with this because I've surrendered the outcome to the universe. 
And I know that we are all in different stages and seasons, but sometimes we could all use this energy of brave in our lives. If we can call in this energy of being brave and we can tap into feeling our fears, we can still move forward with grace and with strength. We could, I know we could all use the reminder to surrender the outcome to the universe, especially today as we start this new month and we start this new, you know, time of year. So tell me, where do you need to call in the energy of brave? What are you, you know, starting or unfolding? What resistance are you up against? Where do you need to be authentic and vulnerable? How can you call this energy in? I'd love for you to share that with me um, over on my Instagram or you can send me an email or maybe in the Grace Chasers group on Facebook. I'd love for you to just kind of share, you know, if you have any thoughts about being brave and, you know, maybe what challenges you're up against for September. Thank you for listening today and for allowing me to be brave and to be vulnerable and to be authentic as we start this next part of our journey and see what the universe kind of has in store for us. Thank you for joining me this week on the Grace Chaser podcast. Are you a Grace Chaser? A Grace Chaser is an inspired woman engaged in the daily pursuit of beauty, compassion, and strength. Through her daily practice of tuning into inner grace, she achieves a deep inner peace that nourishes her mind, her body, and her soul. If that sounds like you, or if you would like it to sound like you, I'd love for you to check me out on Instagram at Casey underscore Marindino. Or you can find me on Facebook. We have a tribe on there, Grace Chasers Group. Or you can check me out on my website, caseymarindino.com. And there's links for all of those places on my website. And I'd really appreciate it if you subscribed to catch every new episode. And if you'd like to leave me a review so I can continue bringing you fresh new content. I look forward to seeing you next week. Namaste.